Occult Confessions is brought to you commercial-free through the generous support of our patrons. Visit occultconfessions.com and click on Donate to help keep the history of the occult on the digital airwaves. On July 15, 2017, 911 dispatchers received a call from 44-year-old Barbara Rogers from her home in Pennsylvania. She claimed her boyfriend, 32-year-old Stephen Mineo, forced her to hold a gun to his head and begged her to pull the trigger, killing him. In court, Rogers explained the couple's complicated past with their online cult leader, Sherry Schreiner, and Rogers was found guilty on a lesser charge of third-degree murder. Rogers said that Mineo told her that Schreiner was a reptilian and not the human prophet she claimed to be. A lot of people, including the Mineo family, think Rogers got off too easy. About five years earlier, another member of Shriner's cult, 22-year-old Kelly Pingley, died of a pill overdose after believing the end was near via reptilian overlords. The most alarming part of these very unfortunate events? Shriner's followers are still active today, her teachings still available on YouTube in a multitude of forms, and, in my opinion, her followers are exploiting unsolved crimes online for their own gain. Forums still post about her even after her death. Her followers claim this is only her YouTube death, hinting that she's still out there. The term Doomsday Cult was first used by John Laughlin in 1966 while he was studying the Unification Church in his book Doomsday Cult, a study of conversion, what is that? Proselytization. Proselytization and maintenance of faith. I could have done an episode on Jonestown or Heaven's Gate or even the Manson family, but the idea of digital Doomsday Cults is much more frightening to me. With the internet comes a whole new world of communication, outreach, and recruitment, in a way reaching deeper and further than cults in the 20th century could have ever dreamed of. Even the Family International, once known as the Children of God, a cult notorious for the sexual abuse of children, have a large presence on YouTube. Their leader, David Berg, used letters and pamphlets addressed to the congregation to communicate to them as widely as possible, and his followers employed a tactic called flirty fishing to recruit new members. Now the group is known under a new name and has around 40,000 views. What if Berg and his followers had had access to social media? I'm going to focus on Sherry Schreiner and her beliefs as my backdrop for digital doomsday cults because I hate her and she's insane and her people need to walk away from their computers. But Schreiner is only the tip of a very large iceberg. The doomsday aspect can be found across a wide range of cults you can find on YouTube and social media. Unicult, for example look it up it's a cult about unicorns on youtube it's very very popular oh, oh no slow down right there slow down wait a second tell us a just a little bit more about um, unicult it's, it's, it's about run... do you worship unicorns uh yes and no i think it's both metaphorical and literal is this like bronies no oh. it's more aliens alien unicorns it's kind of a little bit of everything all right so it's it's a, okay Yep. It doesn't have to be like bronies, but I was really hoping. No, but at least Unicult is not anti-Semitic or transphobic. Those are my favorite things for a cult not to be. Well, I'm looking at you, Sherry. Oh, <laughs> not me. Not you, not you, Rob. All right. <laughs> so the introductions get start. All right. Let's. Uh, you know, I, I liked your list there. Heaven's Gate is a, f a pretty famous one, but also yeah, from just a little bit before that time period, the uh, Waco, Texas events with uh, Koresh. Yeah, that's a, one of the ones that my mom actually like vividly remembers, like watching on like 
TV. And yeah, me too. Us, us children of the 90s, we uh, we were traumatized by that. Yeah, that oh, my mom was terrified. It was fairly common. I mean, at that time period, the FBI and the ATF were in a regular way of uh, targeting these militia groups who had a lot of guns and hold away in different parts of the world. There was the Ruby Ridge massacre and a variety of these different events. But, you know, we're actually going to get into some of that next season. Now, I have another question for you, Olivia. Yes. Your boy, Charles Manson. My boy. So now I have never understood the Manson cult as a doomsday cult. Why do you say he he might qualify here? Yeah, well, I, I thought it was kind of interesting, too, because I wouldn't have necessarily put him, I think, when I first thought about it in like as a doomsday cult. Like I wouldn't put him next to like, you know, the heavy hitters. But like, I guess like through looking it up through the research for this episode, his name, like the Manson family kept popping up like under this like idea of doomsday cults. But I think it makes sense, especially considering at the time, I think people would have looked at the Manson family as a doomsday cult because, you know, they were talking about the end of times through like the White Album. And I don't think Manson actually believed any of it. He used it as a tool, but his followers believed it. So I Are think... we following this race war theory? Because I know that's very controversial that Manson yeah. was trying to start a race war. Right. I mean, that's, I think, the idea of where the doomsday aspect would come from okay. is this, because his whole idea of what he told them would be the end of times. Sure. Know? So... So those members who believed in this narrative. I mean, they believed it enough that, you know, on his word, they went and murdered people without reason. So, yeah, I was wondering what qualifies a doomsday cult. Like, I don't. So if you want me to give you like a technical definition, um, if you look it up, it's going to tell you that it has to. It's a cult that has some kind of like militarian or like apocalyptic like tone or like theme to it does that make sense so it can be either that they're predicting that the end of times are coming or that they're actually trying to usher in the end of times it could be equally one of the two all right so uh you you may have noticed that uh this is uh what what we in the business the occult confessions business and exclusively just our business call a flipped episode flip I don't know. I I wanted something to happen there, but it didn't come out. I think that's my job now since we flipped it. Flip. Flippity dip. Oh. I dip a flip. Oh. Oh. There you go. Thank you. So. uh, (laughs) It's jazzy. (laughs) Well, because I'm I'm the songster now. Oh, the bard, if you will. (laughs) I don't know if I Uh, we got to introduce folks, though, Olivia. Yeah, this is going off the rails. We're rolling a little bit deeper than, than we usually do today because uh, Olivia has got a lot of stuff that makes no sense to yep. me. So mm-hmm. I have asked that we add an additional alchemical actor to our discussion crew. Uh, so, Olivia, you are in charge. Who do we have sitting around the table today? Today we have Savannah Verrett. Hello, everybody. We've got... James Caplanges. Hello, I'm Captain of the Table. I'm James Caplanges. <laughs> right, we, um, uh, Savannah is the 84th sister. Oh, shit. Yeah, you are. Sister of the 84th degree. There it is. <laughs> and then we got Jacob Wheatley, our dang sub- serpent. What, what the hell are you? He's yeah. a, of the danglings. He's a knight. Oh, that's right. I, I see now. The dangling serpent. <sighs> knight of the dangling serpent. What is up? <laughs> that's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and what happens now, Olivia? Uh, should we... So I feel like I should maybe make a mention of sources here, maybe, for... Before we pledge? That's a do plug we... situation. Is that when we do... Okay. Have you been drinking? 
Yes. <laughs> we the members of, of the, the secret, secret order of, of alchemical actors to solemnly commit ourselves to a full and honest telling of the history of the occult as far as we know it. Open it up now, Olivia. Isn't that you? You have to say what it's time for. It's time for the, the plugs. Plug, plug, plug. Okay. More operatic? No? Right. You don't like that? You like the jazz? That was fine. I'll jazz it out. Okay. <laughs> um, well, sources now. Okay. Yeah. So for sources today, here's the thing, guys. Um, it, it's pretty much going to be Sherry Schreiner's website or one of her 20 websites, um, because if you go on her website, she also has the link to many others. The Watcher Files was like the other one I mainly used. Um but most of this is just is Sherry herself. It comes yeah. right from the source. When you're so. doing digital stuff, it's got to be a lot of web work. Yeah. And, and as far as like any anything I got um, about like the case itself, it's, it's all news articles. Cool. So, so we'll we'll post some of that on the Internet. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. We'll contribute to the interneting of the Internet. Yes. All right. We would like to welcome some new patrons. Uh, we've got D. Blitzak. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's just for you, D. What? D. Blitzak, Jason, uh, also Aaron M, Chase T H, James C, Stanley C, and Cole B. It's been busy over wow, on the Patreon. Wow, that's a lot. Welcome because to the people are realizing the value of joining the Patreon family, a growing family of supporters who are helping to keep us going. We are working our way toward year three here, uh, which does require a lot of time and effort, and we are uh, investing all the money we're getting from our patrons back into the podcast. For example, uh, last plug of the day, I want to throw it over to our sister of the 84th degree here. Savannah, what has been going on? On the YouTuberies, uh, I have edited in or edited our podcast into a video format where I put up a bunch of pictures and I tried to make some like jokes and stuff like that. Tried to make it a little bit more entertaining so you can get like a second watch value out of it. If you did want to actually like watch it, if you're more of a visual person, although there are only two episodes up right now and I'm working on the third one. So uh, what have we got up so far? We have the evil eye from our black magic series. And then, um, oh my God. Is it human sacrifice? Yes, it was human Ooh. sacrifice. Thank <laughs> you. Sacrifice. Yes. Uh, and a little bird told me uh, it was mechanical that you are working on Gilles DeRay. Yes, I am working on Gilles DeRay. Cool. So I'm working on getting the Black Magic series up. And it's been difficult because it's hard to find pictures of human sacrifices <laughs> to post into the Funny. thing. Funny that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, our listeners, get on that, will you? <laughs> yeah. Get on those interwebs. Start posting no, your... It's okay. I, Shannon uh, will be glad to have your pictures of human sacrifice sent. Whoa. Don't actually sacrifice anyone. I shouldn't... Boy, I could be an accessory to a murder here. <laughs> Do not sacrifice anyone. But if you'd like to pose something up, we would be glad to have it. Yes. I will also take memes. I've tried making memes to fill some yeah. spaces in the videos. And then I also have drew... For the human sacrifice specifically, I drew comics to show some of the human sacrifice. So. <laughs> it's all kinds of art going on there. <laughs> Sacrifice 101. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about memes a little bit more when we get to our order of confessors today. But, uh, Olivia, I do think it's time that we, uh, well, you got to say this. You're you're in charge. Real fast. We have merch. Merch, merch. Well, you're on to plug merch, four merch. here, but okay, I accept that. Merch. You are in charge. You can do four plugs if you want. 
merch. Should we close that up now? Yeah, you can close it. <clears throat> plug, 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 any plug, plug, plug. I liked that one a lot. Thank you. So tell tell us about uh, old Sherry. To be totally honest with you guys, it was nearly impossible to find anything about Shriner's history before her online cult, excluding what she tells us herself on her website. She is the self-proclaimed servant, prophet, ambassador, daughter, and messenger of the Most High God. So we have one voice that we're going to use today, which is going to be Sherry Shriner. Um, so we're all just kind of going to rotate because I don't really have that many quotes from her, to be honest. So. I'm going to take turns, like passing the uh, the talking stick. Aww. Who has the talking stick first? Jacob! Oh, cool. Me. <clears throat> Just as my ancient grandfather, King David, stood against the giants in his day with no fear, so will I stand against the giants in these last days with no fear. The Lord is my strength. You, you heard correctly. Um, her grandfather was King David from the Bible. King of what? The, the Jews, James. All of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, so she says her childhood was haunted by a seven-foot-tall shadowy figure that would watch her sleep, sharpening her senses to demonic forces. The shadowy figure would later reveal itself to her, one of Lucifer's generals sent to kill her due to her prophetic destiny. Lucifer knew Shriner would one day learn to harness the power to destroy him and his strongholds, and desperate to prevent this future, sent one of his generals to assassinate her. He, would, he wouldn't even go himself. This seems really important. Well, yeah. if he knew that she could destroy him. Right. You so, don't send yourself out first. I feel like that's setting yourself <laughs> up for failure. But, but what kind of Bond villain shit is this? So the general's just standing there watching her? Why doesn't he just, like, stab her in the heart? You gotta, you gotta evaluate your prey first before you can attack. So the other thing <laughs> is that uh, she also mentions that she is uh, Lucifer's sister on Earth. So <laughs> she throws that out in a couple of articles, and um, that complicates the family dynamic oh, there. It's just like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yup. <laughs> this fueled her lifetime journey of discovering the truth and her ideas of the New World Order. Shriner had a lot of beliefs, but I'm going to try to hit the highlights and the big ideas. Here's everything you need to know about Shriner's ideology in 20 points or less. 20 points or less? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> we might add some in there or subtract some off. Are you, are you guys ready? Yes. We're going to dive right in. Number uno. The King James Bible is fucked up. <laughs> yes. It purposely <laughs> mistranslated the name Yahshua, son of God, to Jesus. But this Jesus isn't really Yahshua, but actually Satan. Everyone is at church worshiping Jesus. But it's actually Satan. Hell yeah. Wait, have we, start, have we started the list yet? Is, that, is this That's number, number one? one. Okay, okay, oh, right. That wasn't okay. just like your I own. thought you were just doing a little <laughs> no. aside. No, no. This okay, is... so this is Sherry Schreiner? Yes. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Cool. Two. Number two. The King James Bible is also the modern day Garden of Eden. Wait, the Bible is a garden? Yes, the book is the garden. It contains the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil, described using the gospels of both Yahshua and the false prof or the false apostate Saul Paul. So she 
slams Paul, and we kind of get into that later. She hates it Paul. It says it contains the tree of life. Does that mean it was made out of those trees? No, it's it's more like metaphorical. Oh. I don't get how the garden can be in the book, yeah, though. I don't so, think I've been reading the right one. There's the two got. <laughs> oh, God. It's... Yeah, you're, you're going to have to do all this. Right, I also right. have questions about false apostate, because that sounds like a good thing. A false apostle, that's a bad thing. Well, it's not <laughs> good. That's all I know. All right, so there's two Gospels. There's the one where Jesus talks about the the kingdom, right? So of heaven. Jacob, yes. you can help me here with the details. So he talks about the kingdom, and that is supposed to be like the tree of life. That's how, like, the idea is that's, you know, that's the key. That's the key to the kingdom. That's the, okay. you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So then Paul had his gospel, which is like the, and another gospel. Do you know what I'm talking about? His kind of a ver- version of events. So that I, is supposed to be the, the knowledge of good and evil, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So Sherry Shiner says that if you follow what Paul is saying there, it actually leads you astray so it's meant to be like a, a false line so you're supposed to listen to what yashua says but you're not supposed to listen to him you're supposed to okay because she later at, so that brings me to point well actually that's later <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna say it now so there's actually 12 disciples in sherry shriner's world and paul didn't actually replace judas matthias did so she kind of just like hates paul screw saul well, well, let's talk about Paul for a second. We have to bear in mind that Paul never met Jesus. Like, even if we do history of Jesus, Paul and Jesus never crossed paths. Paul's only experience of Jesus was essentially in his head. All the visions that he had. So she was like, you don't even yeah. know him. Right. Okay. Basically, he's like a Fake false. news. Yeah. He's, he's a liar. Mm-hmm. Um, did that clear anything up? Are we all yeah, good? Uh, We're okay? a little bit. I mean, I think that... <laughs> I it's, mean, it's really her fault about the tree it, of life. Exactly. The There's going to be some... There's a lot of things here that I'm going to be able to give you answers, but also I can't give you answers. I think this is the first time I've ever heard the name Saul Paul before, That's, so I'm just Saul was lost. his original it, name before yeah. he met God, essentially. But Look, who's he? Saul used to Saul. persecute Christians. He w- would kill them, but then he oh. had this whole vision in on the road or whatever, and an angel spoke to him and was like, allegedly. You need- allegedly, yes. And it was like, you need to not do this. And he was like, okay, I'm Paul now. I save oh. Christians, essentially. But she kind of was just like, nope, you're bad. She's like, I do not trust him. Mm-hmm. Three. John's revelations are basically just a way for the church to abuse their power over people and don't pertain to the King James Bible since it didn't exist at the time. This one I have a lot of issues with because she constantly uses revelations in in all of her work. So Is she I'm not saying sure. it's like a scare tactic kind I of thing? I think she's, yeah, she's basically saying a lot of the things that are put in Revelations that John like put in Revelations because you also have to keep in mind that she kind of is like, oh, the King James Bible kind of contains the word of God, but it's also all messed up, basically. She doesn't really, it's this idea of like, they couldn't even interpret Jesus right, you know? Remember Mm. my first bullet point. So she says that because the King James Bible didn't even exist at the time, that Revelations shouldn't matter, I guess, but then she constantly uses Revelations in her own work and this idea of the second coming so 
<laughs> okay, so, but the second coming is Old Testament. So, Revelation is an interpretation of the older Bible mm-hmm. books, but I agree with her that Revelation is after the time of Jesus, like, by a little while. This guy, St. John the Revelator, is just, like, living in Rome as an early Christian, and he feels persecuted for, like, his own reasons, right? We did that in that episode. She's still, like, she uses Revelations all the time to, like, support Oh, her, her own argument? theories. That's a little hypocritical. Like, I'll get to a couple of points later. Like, she basically at, at some point says that Babylon in Revelations is America. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's going to be great later. Four, serpent seed line. You can also look up serpentseedline.com if you want more information for her website. <laughs> is that um, like for your garden? You can get some seeds? For your serpent? No. Nope. For, <laughs> for the garden that's in your book. Basically, <laughs> basically, Satan has a descendant on Earth, and Saul Paul started it all. It's basically all his fault. Um, this is the Antichrist that you know Yahshua warned us about before he dips. Basically, Yahshua being the real Jesus. Yes. Okay. So, okay. Don't say Jesus because Jesus is Satan. Yeah, right. but you know I'm putting Jesus yeah, in yeah, air yeah. quotes. Yeah, you can do that this time. Yeah. <laughs> Which our listeners can clearly see, James. <laughs> yeah. She also, at some point, kind of tries to bring in Cain, but like, you know, the whole Cain serpent seed line. Blah, blah, blah. But she mostly just blames it on Paul, but she never really says exactly what Paul did to do that, but it's fine. <laughs> this is going to be where it, it gets a little a little painful. At least it got painful for me. Um, <laughs> oh, is this another point? Yes, yeah, this five. is this is number five. Uh, so the Jewish people currently governing Israel are Uh-oh. serpent seed line Jews. That's in quotes. And aren't running the country on theology, but rather following a model of Satanism slash Zionism and the New World Order. The Holocaust was implemented by said Jewish people, including Adolf Hitler, who wanted to eliminate Torah, Yahshua believers, so like the true believers in their eyes, and establish their own homeland in Israel to rule over. She then later also says that Zionism and the New World Order are both mere forms of Satanism meant to lead us in the way of Satan and the Antichrist, so I don't know why she didn't just say Satanism to begin with. I don't understand why in all of these crazy theories that Jewish people get picked on, I guess, in the nicest terms. It's They've the had history. it rough enough. Like. They <laughs> always do. It's, it's just they're so ingrained, I think. in Well, and if we go back to the, the other episodes... The idea is that when the Jews gather in Israel, this will initiate, right, Jacob? This is part of your reading, right? Uh, in, yeah. As a child, yeah. uh, that once we gather the Jews, then we can have the apocalypse. What? So, yeah, they have to gather them in Israel first. It's what? Ca- it's kind of what sets off the end times, essentially, because. <sighs> They're, yeah, they're going because they can be converted to Christianity more easily when they're all in one place. Yeah, in the Holy Land. Yeah, so scattered throughout many diasporas. It, it's Are harder. You well, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> that's the basic idea. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I can follow the logic of this: that if you wanted to initiate an apocalypse because you wanted the Antichrist to come, then you would gather the Jews in Israel. Is that basically how this goes? I guess it it, it does. It is like. It is about like the apocalypse eventually, but it, it is also about this. It's this idea that she never says reptilians when she <laughs> talks about this, but like it's the serpent seed line. It, it's that same idea. So it 
it's the idea that they are using Israel, like they are controlling Israel, the, the wrong, you know. This is way late, but if you have listened to our other episodes, this will be a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, and not, you don't have to listen to all that. 50, but if you've listened to the Apocalypse series up to now, I think this is the last episode in the Apocalypse series, and we're really drawing on, like, if you, yeah, just go back and listen to those. <laughs> go ahead, yeah. Olivia. So that's that point. Are we... <laughs> Are we kind of okay there? I mean, it, it was painful for me to have to interpret that, but... <laughs> for the most part, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, six, to really just... Let's just culturally just rub it in all over. Allah of the Islamic faith is Satan. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Oh my That's pretty, like, cut and dry. Like, literally, Allah equals Satan is, like, what she has on her website. Um and, and it comes down to this, you know, the idea that they, they've got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, she, she says that everybody's calling people by the wrong names. So it's just kind of like the ones who are trying to interpret it. They're, that, yeah, it's bad. She basically said, like, she has evidence. It, it's complicated and stupid. But she thinks that she has, like, a chart. It's literally, there's, like, a chart on her website of evidence that, like, the Islamic faith is the same it has like the same components as this other thing that's bad and that this thing that's bad. So it's this like trail line of Islam is bad and Allah is Satan because of all of these components of Islam, basically. It, it There's no credence to it. <laughs> so Muhammad was talking to Satan and thought he was talking to Yahweh. Yeah. Muhammad believed that, that he was an interpreter of Judaism, of the religion mm -hmm. of the one God. So he believed that Allah and Yahweh were the same God, but... He was mistaken, I guess, in this thing. Yep. I mean... According to Shriner. Sherry Shriner's talking to Lucifer, so she knows what's up, I but guess. But Lucifer isn't Satan? He... Okay. He's trying to kill her, right? Well... No. <laughs> Ryan, He's her brother. Ryan also pointed this out to me earlier. He, he asked me, like, is there a difference between Satan and Lucifer? And I am not sure that she thinks that there's a difference, but she does specifically use Lucifer... When she's more so talking about actually having talked to Lucifer in person, like having like interviews, like her book Interview with the Devil. Like a guy named Lucifer. Like an actual person. Well, that's Satan. But okay. But she uses the word <laughs> Satan more like generally. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think it a lot like a lot of people tend to. Like Lucifer's like the dude, but Satan's more of the, the idea and the dude. Okay. You know? Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah, and for those of you who have not not connected with uh, Olivia on Tinder, Ryan is her boyfriend, oh. <laughs> and yes, they are both looking for a third. So we are, we are, we're searching. Um, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna go bad. Anyway, um, so I thought he didn't listen to this. He doesn't. Well, we're good then. Um, uh. I'm more so wondering about who does. Anyway, <laughs> so they're like, now's my chance. <laughs> We're just kidding. We're just kidding. They're not looking for a you third. You will not. You might find my old tip. Anyway. Anyway. Oh. Okay. So. Seven. Seven. Here is. Here. Thank you. We haven't done that. I wanted to like spice it up a little bit. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. Um, I have two words for you. Soul scalping. Soul scalping? That yeah, sounds painful. Like, um, yeah, you know. So. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not, not really. Please. So we're gonna we're gonna come to some reptilian stuff for a minute. I know we've been we've been like skirting around reptilians and like she mentions them and then she like kind of goes away and then it's like demons and zombies. But that oh we'll get there. But then 
the main thing that the reptilians are doing are right it's the same thing as reptilian theory where they're trying to they're trying to take our skins they're trying to get into our meat suits she takes that idea and instead it's more so this idea of soul scalping where they literally take these like tiny serpent snakes they're like these little tiny garden snakes is what they look like and Mm. They open your mouth and they force them on in, and then the. So there's no actual scalping going on. Um, I think the idea is that it's like marking you, like it's marking your soul. Oh. Like it's literally like once you have this evil entity inside of you, like you're basically screwed. Like okay. it's taking you over. Like it's it's literally like a scalping of your soul. Like you know what I mean. So like you're not gonna get into heaven now. But it comes <laughs> through your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so you would know if this happened to you. Because well, some of this reptilian stuff, no, you're like, you, you don't know if you're a reptilian. I mean, if you're abducted, you might not remember. Oh. And then you're taken over, so then you're a reptilian, so it doesn't matter. That's sneaky. Yeah. It's snaky, actually. Oh. <laughs> we got jokes. Um, <laughs> but the other way, I guess there's an alternate way that they sometimes do it, where they take this, like, horn quill kind of thing that's, like, on their head, and they, like, take it out, and then they, like, stick you with it. And I guess that's more of like a mind control kind of thing. I, I think that's more remote, maybe, is what they're hinting. <laughs> I'm not really sure. Do you um, see them do it? <laughs> I think the idea is that you wouldn't know Okay. if it happened to you. So like Fair you're enough. like walking down the street and somebody just like hits you really quick with a pointy thing. <laughs> and then like... I think it's more like you get abducted. Uh, okay. Like it's like in an alien abduction. Does it stay in you or do they just like poke you no, with it and then they stays, take it? Oh. I think it stays is, is the connotation. Like a bee stinger. Yeah. Almost like a tracking device, but it it's like a it's like someone implanted something so in it's your... it's connecting them to you? Yeah. I Whoa. think Can't you just use idea. a stud finder and uh, pull that on out? <laughs> no. <laughs> so... Here's the thing, though, about about soul scalping, because I know you're all freaking out because you're like, I got to protect my my soul scalps. No, I'm kind of I want it to happen at this my point. My soul from scalping. Right. I, I will tell you guys, they don't want bankers very specifically. No bankers. So <laughs> wow. if you become a banker, you're good. That does not like, involve me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and they've got enough people in politics, they say. No more. We, we, we've got what? Bush. We've got Reagan. We got them all. We don't need any more. So Mayor Pete's in the clear. Yep, he's good. We No <laughs> more. Rudy. Small politics, you know, maybe. I don't know. But like, here's a, here's a quote uh, directly from Sherry Schreiner about who they're going after now. Now they're even going after secondary level people, such as CIA, NSA, any type of government or military spies, intelligence agents, advisors, analysts, directors, managers, along with anyone and everyone who has ever signed the dotted line of fortune and fame or swore alliance to Lucifer in the sisterhood or brotherhood. So if you follow any of those... um, Okay, let me ask you about fame, because uh, we do have Swedish listeners. We are internationally (gasps) known. Do we sign the dotted line? I would not call us internationally famous, but where is the line? Where is that dotted line? I think it's on a contract. How many listeners do we have to have before they come for us? Because we'll stop right shy of that. (laughs) Well... (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Savannah's like, speak for yourself. <laughs> she, I think we all have to 
Wait. Non, like we all have to decide to oh, swear as, ourselves as one to unit. Lucifer. Yeah, I think we. So one person we can all throw have this to agree. off. So when I disappear and Olivia disappears, and it's just Savannah and Jacob running the podcast, <laughs> you'll know that we yeah. hit that number of listeners. Yeah, we're... Olivia and I squirreled away in a hole somewhere, yeah. and Savannah and Jacob made a deal with Lucifer. <laughs> Rob and I, we're probably we might be. We're eaten. doing great. So Olivia, <laughs> do you have to like knowingly? Like swear yourself to Lucifer, or can you be tricked? I think or you like can be, swear to Lucifer by another name. I well, I feel I like think, he knows, right? I think the right, part, he would know, but not us, right? right? So I think you probably could. She never says anything about. It's not so much like in the Bible where it's like Satan did this disguise and did this trick, and you know, tried to give someone uh, an it's, apple. I don't you know? think it. She doesn't really talk about it like that. It, it sounds like Lucifer takes more of like a backseat driver because I mean, he literally sent his general to come after her. He, he didn't. He didn't do it. Well, he's got people for it now. Yeah, you can. Like I think in theory, you could get swept up because I mean, if you just enter the world of politics, you know, if you enter. <laughs> You decide, not a banker. You know, you become, they even say like an advisor. You could be an advisor to the government and you'd be at threat. So I I think the idea though with the signing on the dotted line is more like Illuminati, New World Order. You are willingly like signing the dotted line. But I think you could, you know, you could be tricked probably, but. If you have questions about Illuminati New World Order, today is not that day. However, I am literally going to start that stuff, uh, connecting it to the occult in our very next episode. So hold that thought. Now, this is one that I think Rob, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm speaking too soon, but I think you might be able to get behind this a little bit. Aliens and UFOs are fallen angels. Hear me out. (laughs) (laughs) They were running around rampant during Noah's time, kidnapping and impregnating women, right. <laughs> resulting in giant hybrids. Okay, so here's how I can get behind that. That is a reflection of Enoch in some regard, Book yeah. of Enoch. It's also a mild reflection of what we just talked about, extraterrestrial Armageddon and Stitcher and all those crazy folks. So it is very History Channel positive. I was about to say, yeah. there was. I'm pretty sure there was an episode on like aliens on like the History Channel that was about that. So I can get behind it in that I know where it comes from that's and think it's ridiculous. Right. Okay. No, I meant you're going to be like, oh, that's familiar. <laughs> so now we're going to get into organ energy. Mm. It sounds like some Star Trek shit because it kind of is. <laughs> the organ blaster. Yep. Okay. That was data. I was pretty bad. It, Nailed it. Yeah. No. So I'm going to start with a quote, actually, on what Sherry Schreiner says that organ energy is. And then I'm going to actually kind of explain a little bit of science. She says, organ is a crystal-based defense weapon using piezo? Piezo. 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 Electric energy that produces an ancient energy we know as aether energy. Aether energy is positive life and healing energy. It is also known in some forms as chi energy, and the Bible codes described it as Yah's breath. It is seen as a blue aura around Earth. So uh, my boyfriend, Ryan, who I mentioned earlier, he actually went to UXO school, which is like bombs and stuff, especially in the ground. I, I'm, I'm a little bit confused. but <laughs> Why doesn't he work with bombs? Never mind. Get into that's, it's <laughs> dangerous. That's dangerous. Sorry. I'm glad Sorry. he got out of that. He did it for a long time, but 
Now he's a UPS man. Anyway, Oops. so still three letters: UXO, UPS. He's a simple man. UPS, <laughs> simple man. Is actually, that's what they do. The only months to remember. Ooh, simple maybe things. we're uncovering a conspiracy here. UPS is actually <laughs> UXO. UXO. Yeah, they're they're. I don't know what UXO stands for, but it's well, bomb based. UPS does not pay as well. I'll tell you that right you now. You think those packages are just full of like you know <laughs> baby clothes and uh, uh, or laundry Oregon? detergent? They're full of Oregon. They're full of Oregon. Oh. That's why Amazon has all this money. Um, so Ryan broke down what Piezo. 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 <laughs> Electric energy uh, actually kind of is. Basically, it's pure quartz. And it, with only like a little bit of pressure, it creates kind of like an endless energy is what they used to call it. it it's not really endless, but it it, it kind of it seems endless, like it it will keep going, like it it goes on its own kind of thing. We use it in our weapons and like missiles, rockets. I don't know exactly how, but <laughs> we do. Um, it never dies, and it's super dangerous to touch. Like when they would have to lift it out of the ground, it, they had to wear these like crazy gloves, and it was super like delicate and careful. Yeah, um, what about the power? Mm. <laughs> like, is it actually, it's not actually powering the space shuttle. It's not lifting it off no. into space. That's jet fuel, right? No, no. I think um, I think the way that he explained it is it's more of the energy that that makes it, I think, maybe. is <sighs> That makes the rocket fuel. Not the, f- I, I don't think it's the it's fuel. It's somewhere in there. It's like operating the dashboard or something. I think it's like, it's part of the, the structure. Like, it's part of, it's not like the actual fuel that's like fueling it. Piezoelectric energy is used in like tiny things like clockworks and like microscopes, like very complicated microscopes and stuff. So like imagine when like with like a missile or 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 a rocket where like it's a game of micrometers, right? Like it's very um it has to be very precise. So you're saying it's like the guidance system or something. We're guessing yes, here, but yeah, it would be yeah, something like that. Some of the more sophisticated aspects of it. Yeah. I it's just I know it's very like volatile in that it's just so easy for it to just go off. Like, it would just detonate. So, so why again are we talking about this? Oh, so <laughs> basically, Sherry Schreiner talks about organ nonstop. Organ is this organ that we're talking about, she says, is used to actually defend against basically everything bad or everything she thinks is bad. It, chemtrails, elf, which is uh, this... Uh, it's Tiny person with pointed ears. The movie. No, I got really excited. <laughs> Will Ferrell. Um, <laughs> it's a defense system against Will Ferrell. No, it, it stands for. It's losing. It's losing the battle. <laughs> <laughs> Will Ferrell has totally it's... won. <laughs> so. No, no, but what really? It's E L F. What does that stand for? Or R N M? Um, it's like electric something, but it, it's oh, basically okay. like a. It reminded, I, I skimped through this one, but it basically reminded me a lot of like David Icke's like theories about technology taking over. So it's a kind of energy. It No, it's more of like a program. Oh. oh like AI? Kind of. Stuff? Oh. Yeah. It's like a government program. like a To control program. us. Yeah, but it's, that's not what it's supposed to be for, but that's what Sherry says. Because the chemtrails are like making our frogs gay and stuff. Yeah. And the Oregon yes. defends us against that. Yes, and it also defends us against night terrors by keeping aliens and demons out of your house and bedroom at night. 
It's, it's so, so good. This stuff, this organ is just so good that Satan wants it banned from Earth for its apparent, and I quote, 101 other uses as well. That's other besides what she already listed. <laughs> David killed Goliath with a stone via God, and we are doing that shit with Oregon, baby. That's what we're doing. So now, if any of our listeners are having night terrors, what would we say to them about the uh, Oregon around their homes? Well, you could get on Sherry Schreiner's website and uh, buy some Oregon oh for um, a very expensive price, but we'll get Buck into 50? that. Buck fifty. Sometimes it depends on what kind of org, like what, how big you want the Oregon. I want one buck fifty worth of Oregon. I could get you a pendant of Oregon for forty four dollars. No, too big. <laughs> Can you touch it? Yeah. Oh, so okay. So it's, it's just really a, it's nothing. Okay, so it's, Her, you the said ones it was quartz. That That's selling, why I was like, uh, the things that she was selling are nothing. It's trash. It's garbage. Mm. Anyway, someone is listening to this right now, <laughs> looking at their pendant and going, "Yep." Aww. Sorry, that was a little harsh, guys. But you're gonna. The more we get into this, the more you're gonna realize why I dislike this woman on a human level. <laughs> eleven point eleven. Oregon also kills zombies, guys. Cool. Oh, because that's coming specifically in Africa and specifically from either the. H1N1 vaccine and or Ebola. Fun what about fact. the new coronavirus? Nope. Oh. <laughs> I had H1N1. Oh, shit. What happened need to Oregon yeah, right we need now? To get Oregon. Yeah. We need to get Oregon now. Oregon. I was in the hospital for two weeks. And then they gave you some Oregon. Now you're better. <laughs> yep. Cherry Schreiner came. Yes, she did. <laughs> she did a prayer. She came to me in a dream and then she just was there. <laughs> that explains that pendant. Yep. <laughs> yes. 12. America is the last day's Babylon described in Revelations chapter 8. Specifically is what she cites. Geographically, Babylon is not <laughs> where we are now in America. Are you saying that America will soon claim Babylon <laughs> no. as a part of our territory? The 51st state where they vote. Will they vote Democrat or Republican? <laughs> or will it be like Puerto Rico? <laughs> Basically, I I didn't get into this this one too too deep because it it was it was too gone at that point. Um, but she makes a lot of references to this throughout her work. But I I think she basically is saying that the idea of Babylon in Revelations well, to be is America. Yeah. To be fair, a lot of the churches that right, I have been to have yeah. said that it was kind of like a. I don't want to say a translation thing because, you know, mm -hmm. it does say um, Babylon or whatever, but they have like the idea that it's supposed to actually be America instead. Mm. Yep. Babylon is in your soul. Yeah, we are the Babylon. It, the people. <laughs> the idea. We are the Babylon. We, we want are to see the Babylon. The world. <laughs> you can get out of Babylon, but. <laughs> 13. The church is going to usher in the days of the Antichrist. She's very, for Sherry Schreiner being as like pro, you know, she might, she comes for the King James Bible, but she's very pro God, Bible, even Christianity to a point. But like the church is, she hates the church. Didn't hate it, but. As in the organization or the place? The 
Yeah, both. Okay. But the, <laughs> but the organization, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. the structure of the church. And she's not choosing teams between Protestants and Catholics? Does she hate one no. more than the other? She hates she them all. She basically will never, she never mentions. She doesn't say, like, she doesn't use the word Christianity even. The only time I saw her use the word Christianity was in the story about her background. That was it. She doesn't, the only religions she really brings up are, you know, like Islam she comes for and like. Judaism. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Hmm. Um, so the idea that the church is going to be the reason for the Antichrist, and I don't even think that that's that uncommon of a thing for people to right, think. Right, I think this is the of. most, like, uh, tame thing right. she's said so far. That, to me, was the most logical. <laughs> and it was the 13th, which is right. weird. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of logical, 14, celebrity vampires. Ooh. Um, so vampires are a huge, are a huge problem. Do they sparkle like in Twilight or are they like... No, no, no. They're more dangerous than that, Savannah, because you don't see them coming because they're not sparkling. Whoa. Oh, God. <laughs> they um, literally... And it's not it's not like psychic vampires because at first when I saw vampires, I was like, oh, she means, she means psychic vampires, Duh. right? <laughs> no, 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 no. She means they're drinking blood. Did they're, she die um, before or after True Blood? <laughs> I think before, probably. Oh, too bad for her. Yeah, she would have... No, she would have hated it. <laughs> she would have hated it. She would have hated the vampire A bunch craze. of celebrities that are actually vampires pretending to be vampires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you guys are thinking about planning a trip to France anytime soon, don't because France overrun with vampires. Okay, but that would explain why all French people are so beautiful, though, right? But they're going to suck your blood. That's, That's okay. why I'm there. <laughs> Yeah. Is that also why they don't shave much? Yeah, is there a, they don't have yeah. correlation there. They all have yep. really long hair and just no body hair. Yeah, and that's not true. I know it's not. <laughs> and uh, speaking of France, in Europe, soul replacement is just rampant. The just rampant. The queen is just wilding in, in Europe with soul replacement. Uh, Elizabeth II replaces souls. It, so. Uh, mm. Soul replacement. Is that why Megan left? No. Oh, don't wow. you dare talk about Megan yet. Um, oh, she's coming? No, she's, not, she's not. She got out of there. So soul replacement, uh, Sherry talks about it a lot, primarily in this idea that in Europe they're taking a lot of um, human souls and exchanging them with animal souls in order to create animal people hybrids but she doesn't say why because they're easier to control i think that's the idea Mm. but also it's this idea that the queen is a reptilian and is just like soul replacing everyone so that she can clone whoever she wants so she tried to turn megan into a dog that's why she left yeah, and and uh, Harry said she not today. Who did she? <laughs> <laughs> the corgis are all. <laughs> oh my they god! They have the souls of all of the. <gasps> all of the what? Secretaries of state. Oh, no, the royal family. The royal family. Oh, <laughs> she the replaced them. The yeah. Family. So that means the royal family is the corgis. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the corgis keep trying to trip her. They it's, it's so <gasps> sad that Shannon's not here right now. She yeah. would love this. Continuing our little tour of other countries, Italy is suffering from demonization. Uh, like uh, uh-huh. people being turned into demons. Yep. Oh. Because of the Pope. Because CERN, C-E-R-N, 
is unleashing the hordes of hell. So CERN is... That sounds metal as hell. Right. So some of our listeners... Now we need Brie. We need everybody yeah. to do this. <laughs> our listeners that are into like conspiracy stuff might actually recognize CERN because at first when I was writing about it, I completely didn't. And then all of a sudden it, it hit me. But it's actually... It's the European like nuclear... Facility. I can't think of exactly yeah. what it stands I, for. I've uh, I've seen it in anime. Yeah. P uh, oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Do they have like the collider? Is that what? Yeah, it yeah, is? yeah. yeah. So the I'm going to make up what the letters stand for. It is the Council European Radioactive Nuclear. I think that's almost close. To be <laughs> honest with you, radioactive <laughs> nuclear. Yep. <laughs> so it's it's. Partially the the group, but then also the the machine, the science that they're making mm -hmm. is this. It's also called CERN. So I I guess it's this was a whole a whole thing where when this was being invented, they had to shut it down because people legitimately thought that they were opening up like the hordes of hell. So that's going to happen, I guess, again. Anyway. 17, this is a direct quote. If you're celebrating Christmas trees and Easter eggs, you are a pagan. Yes, of course you are. And I that's a lovely thing about you. just really needed to put that there as 17 because that meant something to me. 17's my favorite number. I did that for you. And it's prime. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Just like pagans. Just like, just like that just sentence like was. Prime. Nope. Cannot prime be divided. Pagans. 18. <laughs> She's anti-vax, also anti-microwave, anti-everything in modern society because chemtrails and flu shots are basically equally as apocalyptic. And, and TV dinners. Yes. Well. 19. <laughs> Jacob needs to reflect on this first. Yes, I'm sorry, Jacob, what do you... Uh, yeah, never mind. Are you, are you, do you want to get into the flu well, shot? Is well, that what I'm you... kind of sad. I can't get flu shot, so I feel like in a way I'm siding with it. But oh, yeah, but you that's are kind of medical stuff. You've yeah, also come down as pro snake, you and Savannah. So that's true. I, uh, I that might I'm be the worst. Are, are you like a sleeper snake. cell inside the alchemical actors? Are you a shriner? I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny. <laughs> Nineteen, and and honestly, this might be. This is the one that hurts me the most. This is the one that really cuts deep and I don't I don't know who to believe anymore. She absolutely hates Meg Ryan. Aww. And as an avid fan of Kate and Leopold, if you're out there, I hear you, I see you, so you are heard. <laughs> I'm outraged. So are you talking to Meg Ryan or fans of Kate and Leopold? I'm talking Both. to the fans of Kate and Leopold. <laughs> Who is Just, Meg Ryan? Oh, my God. I, oh. <laughs> okay, so Kate and Leopold is kind of a deep cut, Savannah. Olivia's it's, losing her losing her shit right now. So let me cut. let me walk you through Meg Ryan. So you know how Tom Hanks did those romantic comedies with that lady in the nineties? He got You've some got mail, mail and he was sleeping in Seattle. Oh, I do them that I do know that one. That was Meg Ryan. Also, yeah. more famously, Billy Crystal got to sleep with her in When Harry Met Sally. Oh. Okay. Or, or at least got to watch her orgasm in a restaurant. Oh. Yeah? No? Well, I haven't seen that. Well, so. fake it. She was faking it. She was faking it. Yeah. She fakes orgasms. Maybe that's a reptilian thing. No, um. I think that's an everybody thing. <laughs> James, James um, is faking one right a, now. I'm just saying. Okay, but honestly, Any, that was deep. could. That was a deep, deep one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, she hates Meg Ryan specifically because she targets her for being a reptilian. Uh, 
mostly because they like to compare pictures of her from 2004 to 2014, she's, which just doesn't seem fair. Just because she's had some work done does not mean this she's... This doesn't ever, seem fair. Apparently weird. her throat bulges too much. I don't see it, but, you know, Meg, girl, I'm here. I'm here for you. I'm here. So she's an amphibious reptilian? <laughs> no, it seems like she just hates her <laughs> yeah i just think maybe sherry schreiner like she, wasn't invited she to, cut her like, off in traffic her friends one day. watching the movie yeah like <laughs> maybe she loves tom hanks <gasps> oh and she's just like that's deep. that bitch what's but that he's not married to her he's married to what's her face Rita, yeah but in the movie what's her name they did a movie to together tom hanks's mo- like marriage <laughs> what in <laughs> hour and a half increments but you yeah. can they did it he did a movie oh. with his wife uh, about how they were like missionaries in Africa or something. What? I've actually seen this movie. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. Well, listeners write in. And 20, our last point. Yes, 20 points or less. Or, less. or just 20. Or just 20. <laughs> you could have just yeah. said that. Do you guys want to know who Satan's spokesperson is? Will Smith. Close. Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres. DeGeneres. Yeah, Will, Will Ferrell. Close. I, yeah, I vote for Will Ferrell. <laughs> Look under your seats. Oh. Huh? It's Oprah. Oh, <laughs> Oprah Winfrey. Yeah, she's Satan's spokesperson. There was nothing uh, under my seat. No, though. Oprah's okay. not under. She's your not seat. here in the studio with us. Yeah, I just wanted she's to live like Oprah famous, for a so second. Oh, because she says to look. Because she's got a, yeah. you know, she's always got stuff under there. I didn't, I didn't bring any stuff for you though. I could keep going, if you guys want. Yeah, well, could, you said twenty or keep... less, and uh, then if you kept going, it would be twenty or more. That's very astute, James. <laughs> You'd have to flip your inequality sign. And yes. you already lied about saying or less, mm. so. Yeah. <laughs> well, or impl- it could be equal to or less. Oh. Yeah. Shriner has only denied being a cult leader, even though there's so much material that is culty to go through. Yet Mineo followed her and her teachings until Rogers just got in the way. All right, you got to bring us back to these people. Remind yeah, us again. Yeah, I forgot the characters. So remember in the beginning, our, our case, we started with our crime case with yeah. Rogers and Mineo and Schreiner. So. Okay, so who shot who again? Mineo is the shooter? Roger. No. Uh, Rogers. So Roger, Mineo, Rogers claims that Mineo had a gun forced her to hold it to his head and pull the trigger. Oh. Mm-hmm. She basically, she got a third degree murder charge. So she got off way lesser than a lot of people would have liked. So it, it started when Rogers posted pictures of steak tartare on her Facebook page. Also posting that she just craves raw meat all the time for some reason. Schreiner told Mineo that his girlfriend was a vampire witch reptilian super soldier trying to kill and consume him. Mineo attempted to post five different YouTube videos denouncing Schreiner, often featuring and defending Rogers. Schreiner continued to post videos about Mineo and Rogers even after his death. Too soon. She said, there's only certain types of people who crave the raw meat because they crave the blood, those with the vampire demon in them. Schreiner also claimed evidence of Rogers displaying slit eyes on her Facebook photos, a classic reptilian giveaway. Well, uh, oh, uh, sorry? Slit eyes. So like... Uh, like slits in her eyes, like a cat? Yeah, but also like literally if your eyes are like too like narrow and like slit, like it's like, you know, 
I don't like suspicious. Yeah, but yeah. this oh. is a, it's like her face is contorting. The shape of your eyelid is also uh, ethnic and racial. So that sounds well, racist. Yes, yeah. I don't think it meant eyelid. I think it means the literal like pupil. It's like in your the eye. well oh. that too. But yeah, because that's yeah. like the but she literally says I mentioned it later, but her face starts to contort. Uh, all right, Savannah. It looks like uh, we're up to another Shriner quote, right, Olivia? Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. Uh, step on in there. When the demon manifested in her, if it was the demon or a lizard, if she had both, a human's no match for that kind of supernatural strength. Can't can't take them both, and yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> a demon or a lizard. Yep. <laughs> both powerful forces. <laughs> yes. Shriner even goes as far as throwing out the theory that Rogers was triggered to kill Maneo after watching one of the Resident Evil movies with him. <laughs> Apparently, the movie is based on a female super soldier whom, of course, she knows. Seeing the blood in the movie drew the demon out of Rogers and her face contorted. Shriner claims Maneo told Rogers, Sherry was right about you. I should have listened. And it threw Red- Rogers into a rage that caused her to kill him. I love how Shriner claims so, that oh, he said. So, yeah. They just knew each other, right? Who? The, the people. Rogers and Mineo? Yeah. So they actually were, they were boyfriend and girlfriend, but they were together for long enough where I believe they had at least one kid together. And if not, they both like co-parented each other's kids, but they called each other husband and wife. But they knew Shriner? Mm-hmm. Like, they were personally. part of her cult. Oh, okay. That's well, they cult. didn't know her personally. They knew her online personally. Oh, okay. Okay. Got so. it. Got it. Um, Shriner, as, you know, James pointed out with her stories about other people and what happened to them, she also has plenty of stories about what happened to Kelly Pingley, evidently who was killed by NATO because she believed in the god Yashua. That's what Shriner says. And this is a quote from Shriner. Uh, James, do you want to read this one? Sure. Kelly just pissed people off because she was supposed to kill me three months earlier on a trip to NYC with me and she refused to kill me. And the alleged murders came from... The White House. I was number two on Obama's death list for eight years. She was coming to my house before we headed to NYC. She was supposed to kill me when she got here, so the trip would never happen. To summarize, Shriner turned Pingley's suicide into a rallying of the surviving troops of her cult. Most of her followers didn't even know the truth of how Pingalee died, alone in a snowy forest at night with an Oregon pendant around her neck. Her brother claimed that in her suicide note, she was convinced she was off to fulfill the next level of her spiritual destiny. Shriner continued to make money off of her ministry even after the deaths of two followers and a handful of failed prophecies. Her organ can sell from around $44 to $290 on her website. Too much. And every article I've read mentions her GoFundMe making around, I don't know, 150000 Oh my god! Which went up in price even after both deaths. But Jeez. don't get me wrong. Shriner's life is super sad and difficult too. Let's hear about it in her own words. <laughs> uh, Jacob, how about you take this one? Okay. The kings of the earth know who I am, and I constantly have to deal with attacks, harassment, spying, assassination attempts from the Mossad, CIA, NSA, FBI, DIA, Pentagon, White House, the Ascended Masters, what the New Agers call Satan's panel of experts and advisors, (laughs) the New Agers refer to them as enlightened beings, and Satan himself. Wow. Poor woman. 
And that's that's where my research ends, guys, because I figured we could just like close this with a discussion about everything that we just listened to because <laughs> recap. <laughs> it's a lot and I I I think I really want to drill home the idea of like how dangerous this idea of digital doomsday cults is. Digital doomsday. Yeah, it sounds cool, but it's and this idea of like, you know, Jim Jones could have never like he could have never thought about what he <laughs> could have done with social media. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. the fact that the Family International still has a YouTube channel literally like it disgusts me. Like it literally makes me so upset. Well, if violence in social media is such a thing, right? I mean, even beyond this, like the incels and, and a variety of groups, yeah. doomsday or not, instigate right. and <laughs> you know prompt each other to violence in in a variety of different ways. The the we just. So when we're recording this, um, just yesterday there was the shooting in Thailand, mm -hmm. and uh, Facebook and Instagram had to rush to make sure that images of the shooting were not broadcast on the internet, and they had to take down the accounts of this guy because that's essentially what's happening: is these these violent events are being propagated across millions and millions of you know people's phones and devices. <laughs> yeah, what a brave new world we're in. Uh, I mean, don't Sherry Schreiner, <laughs> right? And mm -hmm. Sherry Schreiner, she didn't have to come near. Any of these people for them to die? No, she for just the cause. Had to put it online. And I mean, yeah, that's all. And it, it, what's insane is like she still has followers. She still, if you look up her name, you are gonna search through forums of people debating that she's still alive. Like there are people on both sides that hate her and love her in the conspiracy world that are like she's still alive because if she believed in reptilians she could have been one she could have shapeshifted she could have there's all of these things whether they hate her or not like people still talk about her and you really can't even find anything on her death but she died I don't know I think a couple of years after the Mineo and like Rogers thing happened but she didn't have any consequences How did she die Can't find it Oh. I, the insinuation oh, is it's natural. Like she was old. Like she was up there in age. Um, she, you can find that she's dead, but the details are not there. I mean, the details on her life just aren't there, except for what she said. So this is actually a pretty long tradition too. Uh, one of the women I'm going to talk about in the next series, Edith Starr Miller, died at 45 of apparently natural causes, but the her book of of a, of a cult conspiracy was published posthumously and part of the title was Edith Smart Star Miller killed for, you know, knowing <laughs> the truth. Right. Well, and it reinforces this idea of, you know, a lot of people say like you know, how could you get involved in a doomsday cult? You know, how could you believe these things, you know, and even if you could believe them, once they're proven in your face that they're wrong, how do you still continue to believe them? And I think it's interesting that Sherry Schreiner had this ability without even seeing these people face to face. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, Jim Jones and all these people, like, they had physical contact. They had a bond with these people like in person. This is just over the Internet and can span so far with so many people that it, it it's scary. But well, I think yeah. even, oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say on the internet, when you find something, it's because you're looking for it or your the algorithm has calculated mm -hmm. that you are predisposed to this kind of mm -hmm. information or yeah. so. I also think too, it's like, well, it goes along with the in-person doomsday cults. But like once you've devoted your life to something for multiple years, it's like, you kind of have to dig down deep into it and be like, 
I can't have wasted all of these years. So yes, I believe in what I'm doing, even though you are being proven Mm -hmm. or showed facts that it's wrong. And if the cult leader dies, she's still out there. Mm -hmm. She's got to be out there. If she's not out there, who's who's stalking a Yahweh? It's like uh, when you're at the restaurant and you order the food and you don't really like it, but you ordered it and you're already eating half of it. So you're like, I might as well finish it, but you're not enjoying it. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're just like being in a doomsday digital except doomsday. You, call. Yeah, <laughs> except if you're also strapped to the chair and can't leave. <laughs> it's like that. Yeah, I, and another thing I, I also want to touch on because you know the social media aspect is they're still the Shrinerites are still exploiting like unsolved crimes on YouTube. So there's like very notorious unsolved crimes that have like camera footage that people put on YouTube and it's a conspiracy thing and people analyze it. And there's like, you know, it's part good and part bad really to it. But the Shrinerites really like profit off of taking these unsolved crime cases on YouTube and just exploiting them. So are we talking about murders or the missing yeah, persons? Like murders of missing people. But Okay, so so what are they saying? What's the what's the line that they ascribe to so someone dies and we don't know how they so, died, or someone disappears, we don't know what happened to them. All right, so there's a, one case of this one young woman who basically there's video footage of her in a hotel kind of being messed up and then she basically makes her way into a, a like a <gasps> freezer you know Uh, what i'm talking about i thought you were going to talk about the one that she ended up in the water tower that's another one it's basically this girl there's footage of her from the hotel cameras wandering into this ice locker and then she's dead and there's all this evidence and it it's unsolved but a lot of people on the internet analyze it and you know it's that kind of thing um but the shrinerites it was uh kanika jenkins yeah so they take this and they'll take the footage and they'll do things to it or they'll take the footage and say oh do you see that man that was in that that passed on the camera he had a baby in his arms and that baby was a reptilian like they come up with these insane things and you if you look on her website you could just scroll down for pages of youtube videos just exploiting this young girl who was a teenager she wasn't even 18 i don't think who died whose parents are out there you know, still missing her, and these people just exploit it. So they're not really hurting the investigation, but they're making content out of these people's pain and suffering. Yeah, it's if you it. look on YouTube, it just videos. And, and I think there are some people out there that, you know, not even just talking about the Shrinerites. I think some people, it's like, it's a double-edged sword. I think maybe some people are doing it for good reasons. Some people are doing it just because it's the conspiracy. Shrinerites are doing it 100%. It's ridiculous and bad. Like, there's no excuse. Like, there's nothing good that comes out of it. It's all bullshit. <laughs> Order of Confessors! Okay, so we've got to check in with Fitness Kitty, who left us a review. Five Aww. stars, feeding us those stars. Now, Fitness Kitty uh, brings up an interesting point, uh, and, and I want to get into the history of this, a little occult confessions <laughs> oh. history. Uh, so she says she gives five stars, uh, loves that, you know, we're so different from other podcasts, really enjoying our, our different format. And then she notes that uh, what she calls the Henry Zabrowski guitar riff uh, should only be used sparingly and preferably by Henry. Now, uh, I have to be honest with our listeners. I think that last podcast on the left is just okay, and I listen to it. I do not at all resent their success. Uh, good for them. However, I don't listen to it as much as maybe Olivia does. Uh, some of our alchemical actors do very much enjoy this 
this program. I just think they don't talk about their research enough. And as you can tell, I like the research. Uh, so there's just too much, too much banter, I think, for me, which some people have complained about on this yes. podcast, which is wildly unfair. They've clearly not listened to last podcast on the left. Oh, that having been said... <laughs> I didn't know who Henry Zabrowski was, and I had to look it up. Uh, and, and I did know that Henry Zabrowski did the, uh, this is Breeze bit, where she does the na 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 na. I don't think it sounds like that on last podcast, does it? I think it sounds, but... So there was a point, actually, after our first year of podcasting that I asked Bree to tone it down. So if you listen to... <laughs> if you listen to our episodes you'll notice that there's it's going it's going it's going and then suddenly you don't hear it for a bunch of episodes because <laughs> i was like hey, i think we're doing it a lot um but my impression of this particular guitar riff because it's done on a lot of different podcast youtube channels is that it's part of the culture it's not actually a last podcast thing what do you guys think i mean i first heard it from last podcast on the left brie was the first person i heard do it so uh I, I just think it's her thing, and I think they copied her. <laughs> I, I agree. Well, I think I, I think I think it is. Um, I think there is an aspect of it that is just like a cultural, yeah. like it is. I mean, Brianna plays the the ba- like she she does music, like bass. she does that stuff. Like I I don't know. I think it is partially <laughs> it's like, like a meme. Henry got yeah, it. I, think I mean, Henry he took it. Like I remember the episode he first used it on. Like he it, took it. What do you take it from? <laughs> just like the idea of metal. Oh yeah, there like, you go. Like this idea, it was like a metal axe moment. Like they were talking about some. So we've literally run the gamut here. We've gone from no, I... Savannah's perspective that it came from last podcast to James's perspective that somehow through time travel we did it first <laughs> <laughs> to Olivia's, uh, that it's just part oh. of the culture. So yeah, I, don't, no, I don't know. We don't I'm... do it nearly as much now as we used to. I'm more on board for it being like part of the culture thing too. I just heard it first from last podcast on the left, but. I like it. It's not that it's not that unique, I guess. It's so like, what we're trying to say, Fitness Kitty, is uh, that was thought provoking that that yeah. comment. <laughs> and we will continue to debate this issue. So thanks for the stars, and uh, thanks for for getting us talking about the history of the guitar riff. Uh, I want to note a couple of our friends on Instagram uh, real quick because uh, we have been requesting uh, meme submissions. Uh, and, and they've started to come in. Uh, Savannah, could you actually pull up? Do you have face? Can you pull up the Occult Confessions Facebook for me? Because I'm going to go through the Instagram folks, yeah. but we did get one on on Facebook the other day. Um, so uh, we have uh, Septa Septa Sketch. Olivia, do you know you know Septa Sketch? It says you do, according to. Familiar. Uh, Septa Sketch, she sent us uh, some memes. I'm not going to describe these memes. I just want to say thanks because be memes. Thing. Right, that's painful to describe them. And I want you to, if you if you aren't following us on Instagram, go ahead and, and pop over there. And uh, we are posting these up either in our story or uh, on the Instagram. Boy, it sounds like I understand this now, doesn't it? it really does. Uh, also, Nixie Dust, uh, who I think is super cool. I was checking out her page. She's an actor in uh, Canada. Yeah. Uh, and oh, let me pull the. I want to. I want to. She's. I want to plug her for a second here. She's, uh, oh boy, this is hard to do. There we go. She's on a, a YouTube show called In Plain Sight, well, that uh, according nifty. to her. So I wanted to give her a little plug there because she sent us some memes. And uh, yeah, I think she's super cool. And now who, who sent us something on Facebook there, Savannah? Savannah? I can't find it. No. Uh, Facebook broke. Facebook broke. <laughs> Does anyone else see this? Uh, yeah. Uh, so it was Leanne F. Hensley Merritt. Ah, delightful. Oh, yeah, we've heard from Leanne a time or two. Uh, this is, I'm seeing it now, Star Trek Things. <laughs> 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 
takes all nerds to hold this podcast together. <laughs> Thanks, Leon. Uh, so that's over on the Facebooks. Uh, I want to see it. She's struggling to get it onto Twitter, she said, and I, I sympathize. I don't know how any of this stuff works. Boomer. <laughs> I don't think she's a boomer. No, I meant not you. A, I'm not a boomer either. <laughs> you act like boomer. One. Hashtag not a boomer. Oh, okay, let's... I, I hereby adjourn and declare closed this meeting of the Secret Order of Alchemical Actors until such a time as we get together and do it again. Olivia, who did we have joining us around the table today? We have Savannah Verrett. Bye. We've got James Kaplanges. Farewell. Jacob Wheatley. See you later. And Rob C. Thompson. That's me. Uh, join us next time. Oh, boy, this is it. We're done. We are done with year two. We're Take not done. Take us out of the oven. Don't panic. We'll be back. We're done. Uh, but we are we are out of year two. So we do finish in a sort of odd time of year. We started on Valentine's Day, and we end on Valentine's Day, unlike a lot of other podcasts who sort of just use the calendar year. I don't know if all podcasts manage to start on the 1st of January. That seems kind of fake but uh we we did not so i actually do fill a year and i count that our year so on the 14th of february uh 15th i don't know whenever this is posting closing up year two closing up the uh, apocalypse series i hope you enjoyed it we had a lot of fun bringing you the end of the world over and over again and it's time to move on it's time to move on friends to a topic that i think many of our listeners will be very excited to engage with uh we are going conspiracy now uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to put a great big caveat in this. Uh, I've been doing the research. I've been writing the episodes. I'm actually pretty well ahead. I'm almost done writing the series. I am not going to spend eight episodes talking about how conspiracy theorists are nuts. That's not it's not a valuable way to spend time. Uh, I'm also uh, not going to just rehash the stuff that you could catch easily on any of the podcasts that cover conspiracy theory. We are interested in... Uh, really what, what I think I would call the Luciferian conspiracy, that Lucifer or an anti-religious or anti-Christian, and those are pretty much all synonymous in the conspiracy world that I'm focusing on, uh, exists. That there is this anti-Christian plot within the Illuminati to eliminate religion worldwide, but it comes from a very Protestant Christian perspective. So uh, we're going to be interested in breaking that down. And in order to do that, you are going to, you guys are going to love that. I think you're going to love this. I feel like this is our jam. This is our listener, the confessor's jam. We will be talking about, yes, the Knights Templar are going to get their own episode. Uh, the trial of the Knights Templar. We're going to be talking about the Rosicrucians. Yep. Yeah. Those Rosicrucians. You know, the ones that you've never met because... <laughs> they don't exist? Yeah. No one... <laughs> If you're, it's like Fight Club. Uh, it's both in your head and you don't talk about it. Uh, <laughs> a spoiler alert. Um, what, what, uh, we're going to talk about the Protocols of the Elders of Zion uh, with much sympathy for the Jewish people in that particular episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about occult ritual abuse and mind control, uh, extraterrestrials. I'm going to do the whole thing until we've understood as clearly as possible where these ideas come from, which I don't think is really done. People, We love to talk about conspiracies and it's fun and games, uh, but I don't think it's fun and games. I think it's a very serious part of our culture and uh, does some serious analysis so i'm going to attempt that but and we're going to have some fun along the way ah! <laughs> all right uh call confessions is recorded here at uh, the, the beautiful cadby theater on the scenic eastern shore of maryland thank you so much for listening and we will catch you next time next year year three bye it-
Like, oh, in oh, the occult conspiracy oh. series. Oh. Yeah, you can say it now. Bye, guys. <laughs>